So if somebody can close the door to the exhibit hall. And uh, Pastor Stein, if... So I'd like to introduce you to our first devotion speaker. You heard me earlier talk about St. Paul Lutheran Church in Beecher, which lost its building. And uh, this young man uh, served quite well in the midst of that adversity. Uh, we are very grateful for him. I know he's got your, you get chairman of your congregation I saw here too. Yep. Well, where, there he is right there. Um, these guys have served in a very difficult time. Would you introduce your congregational chair? Uh, our congregational chair is Gary Hunty. So Gary, would you stand up? Pastor, would you keep standing? And let's thank God for them and their service. Pastor Michael Stein leads us in devotions. If I could just take a real quick minute to thank everybody from, uh, for your thanks and your support on behalf of our congregation. Um, it's been amazing to see the outpouring of support from across the district, across the country, and even around the world to, to know that your holy God is taking care of you is an amazing, amazing thing, even through the, such adversity. So. We begin our devotion today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Father, your word is a lamp to our feet, illuminating the way of life that you have granted to us through the word made flesh, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Increase in us love for your word and incline our hearts to understand it more fully in this time of meditation. We humbly ask this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 119, beginning at verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandments makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ages, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath to confirm it, to keep your righteous rules. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept my free will offerings of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life in your hand continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray from your precepts. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We sing our song.
Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Are you all a little bit like me, a little uncomfortable reading that verse? To me, I feel a little bit hypocritical at times because the old Adam in me doesn't love the law. He hates it. He wrestles against it every day. The law puts this big stop sign in front of his desires and it tells him what he mustn't do. And even whenever I try to follow the law and use it as a guide for my life, it just holds a mirror up to me to show me how sinful I am and how destitute I would be if I were left to my own devices. So the law is at work in me, showing me my own sinfulness. It creates this tension in, within me between the old Adam and the way God wants me to be. Paul wrote to the Roman culture, a culture that ours is looking more and more like on a daily basis. Indifferent to Christianity at best and openly hostile at worst. Into this culture of old Adams driven by their own desires, Paul wrote about the holiness and the beauty of God's law. He also wrote about that inner conflict we all have between the old Adam and God's perfect law. In Romans 7, he said, For I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep doing the evil that I do not want to do. And if I do what I do not want, it's no longer I who do it, but the sin living in me that does it. And he continued, once, once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life, and I died. So I discovered that the very commandment that was supposed to give life actually brought death. God's law is holy and righteous and good, and I am wicked and depraved and corrupt. To paraphrase Paul, we are all slaves to sin. It's what we confess in the absolution, isn't it? I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended thee and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. Oh, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death. Thankfully, your Father in Heaven saw this miserable condition that we all live in. And he wasn't content to leave us there. He himself made a way out. He himself sent his Son to be the new Adam, to fulfill the commandments of the law and to live the perfect life that you and I just cannot do. And that, beloved, is where our hope is. Not in ourselves and in our own abilities, but in Christ. In Christ, we were baptized in, in the waters of baptism into Christ, and so we drown the old Adam into the waters every morning. And we emerge not in ourselves, but in Christ. I invite you to say that with me, in Christ. In, in Christ. God's word becomes sweeter to our mouth than honey. In Christ, his word is a lamp to your feet and a light to our path. In Christ, that's better. I know it's after lunch, but we can wake up. In Christ, we have a certain hope, not 
in ourselves, but in Christ, that we will live eternally as he promised and as he is always meant for us to be. So yes, we live in this tension between the old and the new Adam, but it is no longer I who live, but I died to sin. And it is now Christ living within me. In Christ, in Christ, in Christ it's, we can confidently say, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. In Christ. In Christ. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Stein.